All right, we're back. Um, and right now we're going to be breaking down UFC Apex Blades versus Lewis. Um, this this podcast is going to be available on Spotify as well, if you want to check that out. Um, and also, uh, uh, Apple Podcasts is going to be available there as well, if you uh, don't want to listen to the uh, YouTube version. But uh, uh, we'll, we'll get started right away. Um, this card overall... Um, it looks like there, there's a couple spots that I'm looking at. Uh, I'm not highly confident in it, but um, there's a few spots that I like. Um, um, and uh, yeah, we actually have a ton of fights on here, but we'll see. You know what what, what ends up what ends up happening when uh, you know we get closer to fight week. I'm sure uh, a couple of people will fall off, and we'll uh, end up with the uh, you know your average maybe twelve fights or something. Uh, as soon as you know covid uh, hits a couple of these guys but uh we'll uh we'll get started um there's a couple of new matchups however and uh it looks like uh, a couple of switch ups here um I'm really i'm not really sure who is the uh who's starting off the card but according to Sherdog at the moment um we have uh Sergio Spivak versus uh, i don't think this is the correct order but whatever we'll just go through it anyways Sergei Spivak versus Jared Vandera. Um, Spivak, uh, his win in retrospect over um, Felipe. Uh, what's his name? Felipe something. Felipe Carlos Felipe. Uh, I guess that win in in retrospect looks a lot better now because uh, Felipe looked good in his last fight as well. Um, Spivak showed a different dimension to his game where he kind of, uh, kind of got moved in and out and showed a little bit of his hands there and. Look kind of light on his feet. Um, he's usually a grappler, that's why. And uh, he's fighting a guy I, I actually have not seen him fight before. I tried to watch a couple of YouTube clips of him. Looks like a decent puncher, decent kicker. Um, but yeah, I don't really know too much about him to be honest. So, um, yeah, I can't really say. I, I, I I'm guessing Spivak. Um, he's kind of he's pretty wide odds though. He's negative two forty, so I I don't want to bet on um. <laughs> Heavyweight lines uh, that wide, especially if they're not even in the top 10. So um, I'm picking Spivak, but not going to bet this fight. I don't think I would even want to go for the dog either just because uh, Spivak did look pretty well-rounded. Uh, and you don't really get that much in heavy. You don't get well-rounded guys in the heavyweight division. So, um, yeah, give me Spivak. Uh, Ayman Zahabi versus Draco Rodriguez. Um, I've seen, I seen uh, Ayman Zahabi fight once, and I, I'm not really sure what he's good at i still haven't figured out what, what his style is um rodriguez i fought him i seen him fight in the contender series um he looked pretty good he looked like he had some killer interesting but then again everybody uh everybody in that uh the contender series is gonna go for the finish obviously so um he's a younger dude he's 24 years old the hobby is uh 33 so he's about 10 years younger um similar in uh in uh, mma experience so i'm gonna go with the younger guy draco rodriguez uh, negative one seventy. However, it's not a, it's not a pick that I'm really strong about because I really don't know much about either guy to be honest. Um, but just going based off of uh, just principles. So, uh, Chaz Kelly versus Jamal Emers. Um, the line's pretty wide here. Um, and uh, you know a guy like Chaz Kelly is gonna fight for your money. So, I'm not really sure why this is. Uh, Jamal Emers is negative two forty and Skelly is plus two hundred. So. Um, I don't agree with those lines, although, I mean, Skelly, 
he does have a I mean clearly clearly he's a scrappy dude but clearly he's not a very uh he's not a very uh clean striker he's uh very messy and um he just kind of gets by off of grit and toughness and just aggression so um Emers is going to be a lot more slicker on the feet you know he throws punches the right way both of them are wrestlers so um I'm not really sure how these guys stack up in the wrestling department but um you know Skelly is that type of guy who likes to just stick on you like glue and get to your back and just really hunt for uh submissions and uh i mean fuck man i'm gonna i'm gonna with these odds i'll, I'll take skelly at plus 200 however um i'm not expecting him i'm i'm not a i mean i'm not i'm not really sure what how does how this gonna play out but i know embers has the better striking and he's got you know wrestling chops as well to kind of handle skelly there but um who knows, man? Maybe Skelly just gets more scrappy in there. I mean, his his nickname is uh, the Scrapper, so uh, I'm gonna go with Skelly with for these odds. But um, if 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 the odds were a lot closer, like maybe Skelly plus one fifty or something and negative one seventy for Embers, I might you know not play it. I think this odds, yeah, like I said, this it should be a lot closer. So, um, give me give me a Skelly for a plus two hundred. Uh, Shayna Dobson versus Casey O'Neill. I don't don't know who O'Neill is. Dobson. I don't really. I'm not gonna break this fight down. Low level. Um, Julian Arosa versus Nate Landwehr. Um, I'm going to go with Landwehr here. I've seen it's just too many uh, images of Arosa getting knocked out in my head. Um, and um, Landwehr is a madman. And he's going to probably go in there and eat a couple punches. He lands a couple punches. And um, I, think he's a, I think he's a lot tougher than Arosa. So... Uh, I'm gonna go with Landwehr at negative one hundred five, which is practically evens, and I might even throw a little bit of money on his knockout line. Right now, his inside the distance is plus two fifty. Maybe his knockout line might be might be plus three twenty five or something. I might put some money on that. Um, however, I'm gonna stick with that money line at plus a uh, negative one hundred five. Um, just to even kind of elaborate on that a little more, um, Landwehr. Uh, has fought a bunch of Russian dudes in M1, and uh, a lot of them had really good records. And he did pretty well out there. And Julian Rosa, on the other hand, uh, too damn tall. You know, he's a really awkward style. I mean, he looked good in his last fight. He uh, upset some other dude, John Woodson, who uh, was barely even proving himself. But, um, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm going to go with Nate Lennon. We're here. Um... John Castaneda versus Eddie Wineland. I don't know who Castaneda is. Um, actually, I've seen one of his fights. He fought against. Let's see here. I remember he was a softball and he uh, likes to stick and move a little bit or something. He fought against Nathaniel Wood and went to a decision with him. So, um, I'm gonna guess this fight goes over. Let's see what that price is. Uh, let's see. Negative two hundred. I'm good on that. Never mind. Um, this is a this fight's a skip to me. Um, odds are kind of even though Castaneda is negative one thirty, Wayne is plus one ten. Um, yeah, this is gonna be a skip for me. So, Dracar Close versus Luis Pena. This fight just got put together. Um, I had Dracar before against that the British dude. But now in this fight, I think 
I'm gonna play with the over on this one. Pena is uh, he's been in a lot of close fights and uh, he did dis- disappoint in his last fight against Kamal Worthy getting guillotine choked by a striker, so that's kind of weird on his part. Um, but dude's tall as shit. He's six three, fighting against a five eight guy, Jakar Close. Um, Jakar's really good with them leg kicks, um, them calf kicks, but uh, he's fighting against a southpaw here, so who knows if he'll be able to get those off. Um, what's the over here? Um, the over is shit's kind of expensive. It's a uh, negative two forty five. I'm good on that as well. This looks like. It's I'm not gonna be able to play this one, but I do I will pick Jakar by decision. Just because he's an asshole in the clinch. He's kind of like a, yeah, I think yeah, he's gonna be trying to push him against the clinch, stomping his toe, you know, getting active and playing that dirty fight, so I'm I'm gonna guess he's winning he wins that way. And uh Pena is not the type of guy that shies away from the clinch, so. Uh Danny Chavez versus Jared Gordon. Uh odds are on that is Danny Chavez is the favorite. At negative uh, 140 and Jared Gordon is plus 120. I think this fight is going to be really close. Um, however, uh, I've seen Danny Chavez fight once and he looked like a pretty decent striker. Like a really good kicker, a very good, uh, uh, very technical striker. Um, apparently he's got a black belt as well. So um, doesn't look like he has any submissions on the record. So, so I'm kind of curious on how to, um, you know, both of them can strike. You know, Gordon has been knocked out a lot though recently, so um pretty tough dude though, but he's just he's been he's been having a lot of TKOs in his record, but um I guess it really depends. I mean Gordon should might be the better wrestler here. And if he can get on top, you know, he's a motherfucker. Like he's 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 got really good ground and pound and very active uh uh top game, so um I'm and you know that like I said, Danny Chavez did mention that he had a black belt, so maybe he'll be able to handle himself there. Um but the striking, striking wise, um, it could be close. I mean, Jaren Gordon's a pretty good striker himself. Very, um, you know, pressure oriented. Um, throws a ton of volume. Um, Chavez on the other hand, like I said, he's got some really great low kicks. Very technical in the feet. So I'm expecting this to be a really close fight. I'm guessing it might be a split decision or something. Um, the over is negative one ninety five. A little bit expensive, but I think that's gonna hit. Um, I might even. Hold on here. This can't be right here. I might pick on. I might pick one of these guys by decision. But I was thinking Gordon by decision might pay out a lot more. But on fight ends right now, or on best fight odds, it only lists at one seventy nine, and they come and Chavez by decision is plus two twenty five. That must be backwards. Huh. Well, I'll pick. I'll, yeah, one of one of them by decision. That's what I'm guessing. Nasser Dean Imovov versus Phil Haas. This fight was supposed to happen a couple of cards ago. Um, still don't know enough about Imovov. Um, it looks like he trains with the, that French crew. Um, looks like a pretty technical striker on the feet. He has decent wrestling. Phil Haas was supposed to be a prospect a long time ago, but he's been, you know, falling short a couple times now. Um, but he's going to have the power advantage here, and Imovov might be the more, uh, yeah, I really don't know how this fight's going to go, to be honest. Um, I'm going to go with Phil Haas just because he's got the power. Um, but I really, yeah, I, I need to see more of both guys before I can figure it out. I mean, Haas has been knocking dudes out pretty quickly, so hard to tell. And then Imovov, he, he had a three-round war against uh, Jordan Williams. Well, you know, a three-round beatdown, so, um, really hard to call this one here. I'm not gonna say I know too much about him, so, 
Um, Tom Aspinall versus Andre Olavsky. Um Aspinall is a big favorite, negative 265. Not going to bet on that. Too, too wide, or 245, I mean. Olavsky has been coming out with the wins, squeak, squeaking out decisions against people. So, um, if anything, maybe uh, deci- uh, Arlovsky by decision of plus three, 350 just for odds. However, I'm staying away from this one here. Um, I could I could also see, you know, Aspinall knocking him out as well early. So who knows? Like, don't really know enough about Aspinall. He hasn't fought, you know, too much of a good competition for us to really know. But um, odds-wise, not going to play Aspinall. It's dogger pass for me. I might play uh, Olavsky by decision. Um, okay, I'm I'm pretty sure this is out, about is out, out of order, but... Pat Sabatini versus Rafael Alves. Don't know neither of these guys. Um, Alexi Olenek versus Chris Dacos. Um Just in my head, I'm thinking Dacos is probably going to knock him out early. Um, Alexi Olenek does like to come out the gate guns blazing. And uh, I think that's a recipe for one of these guys getting finished. And it's either going to be Olenek by submission early. Or Dacos is going to knock him out early. So I do expect... Uh, this one be a, a, a finish early. Um, uh, shoot. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm gonna play that. However, the odds on Dakas is negative, one seventy. I'd like to. I'd like this. These odds is you know go to evens maybe for me to play that. But, um, yeah, not not something I'm jump chomping at the bit to play either. Um, then you have Charles Rosa versus Derek Minner. Um, Derek Minner is a submission guy or bust. If he can't get you out of that first round, he pretty much, uh, gets finished himself. And Charles Rosa is a pretty tough guy, so I don't expect, I mean, he's never been tapped out either. So Minner's probably going to come in here, try to tap him out, gas him, gas his arms out or gas something out. And then Charles Rosa will probably come back and finish him, possibly by armbar or something. So our armbar, as uh, these, uh, East Coast cats be saying, so. Um, yeah, I expect the Minner to come out strong and gas himself out because that's pretty much how, how he fights. Um, I mean, even uh, uh, Bryce Mitchell couldn't finish Charles Rosa in all those really bad positions, so um, I don't I don't expect the I don't expect Minner to tap this guy out. So co-main event. This doesn't deserve to be a co-main event. I don't know why this is here, but. Caitlin Vieira versus Yana Kudinskaya. Both of them are not that good, but Vieira does have some strength advantages. And uh, she's probably going to win in the clinch. They're probably going to clinch up pretty pretty uh, often, and Vieira is probably going to get the upper hand um, in the clinch and just kind of pummel Yana around and get a couple of takedowns here and there, and that'll be it. Maybe maybe Vera gets tired in that third round and makes it a close fight, but that's pretty much how the fight's going to go. That's it. And then you got Curtis Blades versus Derek Lewis, the main event. Um, I mean, everybody kind of knows how this fight's going to go. We all know how both these guys are. Curtis Blades probably going to get him down and beat the crap out of Derek Lewis um, until he finishes him, or Derek Lewis will do his thing and get beat up until he doesn't and then decides to go... Uh, Berserker Rage and knock you out. So, very, very dangerous fight for Curtis Blades. He's a big uh, favorite here at a negative 400. I mean, who's going to really bet that, man? Like, how could you really play that negative 400 on a uh, heavyweight line? But 
most likely he'll he'll get Lewis down and and really beat the shit out of him. But you never know, man. Derek Lewis could lose uh ninety five percent of a fight, and then that one one opening he gets, he can land that big punch and put you out cold. And uh, you know why would he bet a negative four hundred like that? So that one might it might be a skip for me. I might play the over one and a half. Um, yeah, I'm looking at the over one and a half here, but uh, definitely not going to play that. So, um, I'm just going to recap what I, I do have planned on playing is um, Charles Rosa by sum- a submission or Charles Rosa inside the distance. That's probably my best play of the night just because of how predictable Miner is. Um, man, I guess this is kind of slim pickings here. I'm going to take a shot on Chaz Skelly. Not confident in it, but I just like the odds. That's about it. Um, man, yeah, I guess this card doesn't. Look, I mean, oh yeah, Nate Langwear. I'm gonna take Nate, Nate Langwear as well. So there's there's that one. Um, I mean, there's a couple of ones that I like. I mean, that I think is gonna happen too, like your car close and Luis Pena going over. But I'm not gonna recommend anything. I'm not gonna recommend a play at negative two forty five. So that's that just that line is too wide for me. So um, those are the only lines that I'm considering playing as far as uh, that goes so charles rosa nate lenweir and then for just for dog odds wise uh chad skelly but even then i'm not super confident in that one so um yeah this card is uh it's okay it has is there there's a ton of them but just kind of slim pickings on my end so um i mean your card close was going to be a play for me uh against jai herbert it would have been an easy pick for me, but in this fight, the odds are just a little too wide for me. Um, on the next card, I do have a couple of picks. I have an underdog on that card that I kind of like as well. So uh, we'll, we'll we'll break that down on the next cast.